Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening oh, we just podcast. Into it. Okay. Hello. Hi. Welcome. The way that you're a fool. <laughs> I'm Nicholas. Well, I just assumed we'd start again. I'm Nicholas. I'm Maddie. And for those who were not in the room with us, which is literally no one, no one else is in the room with us, Maddie <laughs> was just singing Let's Get Loud by J-Lo. Yeah. Do you remember at Biden's inauguration when she sang, like, an acoustic <laughs> version of Let's Get Loud? <laughs> and, like, it, like, transitioned in between the national anthem? <laughs> or, like, do you no, not remember that? Oh, no. so iconic. So, I don't feel like I knew that at all. So misguided and so iconic. That is... And it's the, like, Biden's inauguration between that... Bro, that was a Between drink. Bernie Sanders with his little gloves, his mitts, sitting that. there. <laughs> um, and between Gaga performing there, too. Did she? And then afterwards getting a photo with all of the, um like, Capitol Hill staff. Uh, security guards, sorry. Uh, and then she had a quote, like, a week later where she was like, yeah, well, I was at Biden's inauguration. Um... I was, like, trying to investigate January 6th. <laughs> I was, like, looking for evidence. That's so funny. I'm like, this is why Gaga is my number one. I was going to say, she is the icon of our generation. She's so ridiculous. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, welcome to this podcast. Yes. I had another question, because you were saying tester, tester. Was I? Yeah. When we were testing, obviously, obviously, when we were testing the microphones. I, did you call... Texters, texters. Yes. As a kid. Yeah. Interesting. Because I feel. What else would they be called? Markers. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that sacrilegious? Yeah. Really? I feel like markers are different. Markers like up like permanent or whiteboard. Yeah, exactly. Exclusively. Uh, pretty much. The gender binary is permanent or whiteboard. Personally, exactly. I'm whiteboard because I'm terrible at making decisions. <laughs> Easy to be rubbed off. Easy to be. Mm. <laughs> crazy <laughs> not no let's get loud <laughs> speaking of getting rubbed off and getting loud yeah <laughs> should we do our what the fuck of the weeks oh yeah okay yeah you've got yours yeah i do i'll let you go first okay well i don't know unless if... it's depressing no it's not depressing but i'm not gonna lie i think it's a little judgmental but i'm doing it anyway <laughs> this is my shocked face <laughs> that we would be judgmental been able to stop thinking about it all week um, and you've probably heard about it. <laughs> okay. And it is that this week... I can't stop thinking about you rubbing me off. Continue. <laughs> That's hot. That's um, hot. This week, Robert De Niro announced that he has had a seventh child. Oh, and he's like 80. For context, he's 79. Yeah. I'm yeah. not quite 80. That's okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Um, now... My issue is not the fact that this is seventh child. The issue is that he's 79. Don't, like, don't you feel like that's just a little bit irresponsible? I fully don't think that that's judgmental. I think that's judge 
reasonable. <laughs> well, I don't know. The, the only thing I can think of, the, the only thing I think about whenever I think of it is it's like, okay, maybe this dude, Robert De Niro. <laughs> just Legend that, icon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just that little guy. Maybe he lives maximum for another 25 years. Ooh. Maybe, right? That, so like, 104. 105, 104, 105. That's bold. <laughs> like, that is bold. That's like maximum. That child is going to get maximum to 25 years of age before his dad. I would argue less even if he lives to 105 because well, yeah. he, like, how mentally capable is he going to be? A physically capable? Mentally capable? Is that mean to say? That, maybe no. that's judgmental. But no, I don't think that's, I, like, that's just the reality of being I old. I think it's fucked up. It is fucked up. Do you know how old the woman is? No, I don't. But they've not been particularly open about their relationship. But, I mean, that he's had... I was just reading about this. He has had another child. His one before this one was born via surrogate. So, potentially, I mean, this one could also have been born via surrogacy. So, the two options are there's a woman who's at least 30 years younger than him. <laughs> well, probably 40 years younger. impregnated with... I just... I assume they had to buy out a chemist's worth of Viagra to get a baby out of it. <laughs> Um, Either that or he's got, like, super sperm. Or they're two 80-year-olds and yes. got a surrogate. Yes. Which would be irresponsible. Yes. Yeah. Those are the only two options. Okay. Those are the only two options. <laughs> yeah. Um, Interesting. Do you think there's any misogyny built into this? On whose behalf? All of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like, me being misogynistic? No. I'm Him? talking... About the fact that if a woman had a baby via surrogate or whatever, oh, or adopted right. a child at 80, at 80 they would be getting would, yeah. fucking decimated Wrecked. by the media. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Whereas, I mean, there's not... I haven't seen a lot of, like... That's... It's... Sorry. I'm going to interrupt because I'm going to say... Free. I think that the only reason this isn't a major media item... Because, like, maybe it popped up on your little weird-ass Instagram newsfeed fucking thing that you've <laughs> <It> got. <did. laughs> but, like, there's no outrage about it, really. No. It's more jokes about... It's jokes. It's it's, it's well, lighthearted. I, see, I haven't even seen that. I've just seen, oh, this is a thing that happened. He randomly announced that he's just had a seventh child in April. And that's it. And it's like, uh, maybe we should be talking about this a little bit more. The seventh son. <laughs> yeah, um, literally. The, that movie was terrible. That movie was terrible. But, um, uh, the idea I'm kind of feeling out Mm -hmm. is that do you think that the reason that people aren't outraged is because he's old? I'm sorry, he's a man. Yes, but specifically because in the eyes of general society, like socially and culturally, fathers aren't meant to aren't like expected to be super hands on or like super Involved in their child's lives or specifically raising them? I mean, maybe. I mean, I honestly probably think it's more to do with the fact that he's a man and men be doing wild things. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, genuinely, though, if you think about it, and everything I've seen online, no one's said anything about it being irresponsible to have a child at 80. Yeah. I've seen jokes about it and, like, lighthearted criticism. Yeah, yeah. But if that was a woman who adopted a child or had a surrogate, whatever. No, for sure. It would be talked about way more. They'd be like, you're already a terrible mum. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, you're probably right. Like, it's it, it, it probably is, like, 
base layer is that it's just a man versus woman thing, but like the deeper issue is that yes, a woman would be more expected to be taking an active role, whereas a dad yeah. is kind of a bit. Like, I think oh, that yeah. yeah. I, all I'm saying is I think there's Peace. some interesting dynamics in this news item as a whole. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you could write an entire thesis about it. So fair, because there's I mean, again, I'm not there's going to multiple layers to this, right? Can. Which is that his oldest child is 51. That's what I was about to ask. Is yeah. he technically could have a child that was like close to 60? So is 51 his older child? Yes. Yeah. There's a 50 year age gap. Yeah. Imagine no your brother sure. being 50 years older than you. That person already has children as well, by the way. So imagine your he nieces is- and nephews being. 30 years Younger. older than you. <laughs> literally. Literally. It's absolutely unhinged. With, are they... I'm assuming this is Robert De Niro's, like, fifth wife. Um. Oh, my God. What did I just read? This is the... F- uh, this is the third... Woman? Baby mama. But he's only been married twice. They don't know the... Because his relationship with this person, this woman, has been very... Private. Yeah. So they don't know. Is she like 25? <laughs> Probably. But I'm not sure. All I just read was that she, I think she's a um, she's a martial arts instructor, but that's all it kind of said about her. Out of all of the occupations you could have said <laughs> that Robert De Niro's young wife does. I don't think they're married, but well, they're, may, they might be, but they might not be. Robert <laughs> De Niro. Yeah. Wife or partner. Is... Drum roll, please. Dun, da, da, dun. Tiffany Chen. 26. <laughs> um, De Niro and his partner, Tiffany Chen, welcomed their daughter. Gia or something, right? Yeah, on, yeah, on 6th of April. Yeah. There's literally no information about her, Brian. Literally. They've, like, been spotted out once together or something. Which is why everyone just assumes that they're... I'm so confused. I know. Same, right? This is why I gave so little information. But, like, how is that possible that she's completely... (laughs) Do you think it could be the film producer? I doubt it. Because she's 64. And also married to a different man. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you guys have to, like... The Tai Chi star. Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You guys have to listen to us investigate this in real time. But it does need to be investigated. It literally. Oh, okay. She's believed to be forty-five. That's so funny, Polly. <laughs> We're not sure. Yeah, how old she is. She may be an immortal goddess. <laughs> according to multiple unidentified sources, she's forty-five. So what's that? That's like a. 35 year age difference yeah that's wild i'm sorry it's to have a 35 year age difference with someone who's 45 yeah it's no it's pretty wild and i mean at 45 she theoretically could have been carrying the child herself yeah i mean i have to imagine that it wasn't a purposeful decision i have to imagine that it i don't know is it is it rude to talk about robert de niro's sperm Without his permission? I don't know. I, I honestly can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I was just going to say, surely it was purposeful. Yeah. 
Because I can't imagine his swim as being... I don't know. I don't know if they actually... Swimming. <laughs> I don't know if men's actually... I, like, I feel like you... Men can still, obviously, impregnate women basically up until they die. Yeah. Well... Whereas it's the opposite. It's not like that. Yes and no. Like, as you get older, it does... You get, like... Lose efficiency. Your swimmers age as well, I guess. They don't, um... <laughs> you know, they go from freestyle to, like, breaststroke. Right. Right. Um... What a casual conversation. <laughs> Well, it was important to get to the bottom of what is going on in the House of Commons. <laughs> literally, men... Men. ...have such audacity. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, processing in real time. It's, like, it's just, like, a lot to process. I don't... know. Like, it's, it's these people who I'm never going to ever meet or anything. But, like, imagine having... No. A brother who's 50 years older than you. Literally, it's like the whole thing. And this is why I said at the beginning that I was like, I feel like it's maybe a little bit judgmental to talk about. Because at the end of the day, it's is it harming anybody? Maybe the child, but literally no one else in the whole wide world. So do we, should we be able to have a say on it? No. On the other hand, it is genuinely just the most unhinged situation. It's really wild. But then you remember like Elon Musk has like 18 children and it's like. See, this is why I felt like it was important to qualify that it's not the amount of children that he has. He can have as many fucking children as he wants. I just feel like that should have been 50 years ago. <laughs> I thought you were about to say it's quantity over quality. <laughs> no. Or the no. other way around. I, yeah. I like, that's an interesting way to look at humans. Um, no. uh, my what the fuck of the week this week is that last night mm. I tried to be like spontaneous. Right. That's it. That's the whole... No. <laughs> Is this when you wanted to go to the movies? Yeah. I mean, so yesterday, okay. Yesterday I was trying to be spontaneous. And I was like, I'll go to the movies by myself. I just need Maddie to tell me that it's not horrible because she goes all the time by herself because she's like a lonely loser. <laughs> um, so I'll text her and I'll say, can you convince me? And she tried. I'd already well, fallen asleep. I didn't... I said, what are you worried about? And he just never replied. I fell asleep for three hours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, with my Nintendo Switch on my face, because I, I was playing... I was playing the new Zelda game. But... Um, so, yeah, I didn't end up going in the afternoon. But at, like, 8 o'clock at night, I was like, I'm going to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go to, like, a 9 o'clock screening of Mario movie. Wow. And did you? Well. I was spontaneous and went to bed. <laughs> in in my fervor, is that how you say it? Yeah. That's to I'd be spontaneous, mm-hmm. I just assumed that there would be sessions Aww. for like good movies at 9pm. Um, so I drove over to Intrapilly because no. I was like, there's two cinemas, one of them will have Mario. Neither, Good on you for getting that far, though. Neither of them <laughs> were playing Mario at 9pm at night. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, a it's a kid's movie. movie. Yeah. Um, so then I looked and my options were like the two and a half hour Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Too long. That's long enough for a 9pm at the night. The three movies that were 90 minutes long mm-hmm. were Evil Dead Rise. I don't know what that is. A horror, obviously. Oh. Evil Dead Rise. Um, Love Again. The rom-com with Priyanka Chopra Jonas. 
Oh. Um, and book club to the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so my choices were limited. That is limited. Um, I spent like 20 minutes sitting there trying to decide. And then eventually just came home? I was like looking up the reviews, looking up the shit. Love Again, despite being a rom-com starring Priyanka Chopadronis, the guy from Outlander, and Celine Dion, mm-hmm. sounded really depressing. Because it's about, like, she's a young widow. Aye. Uh, and she, like, still texts her dead spouse's phone Ooh. number, like, as, like, a diary. And then the number gets reassigned. And it's right. the guy from Outlander. It's right. the guy on the other end. And then they, like, fall in love and shit. That and I was seems... like, that sounds depressing. That does sound depressing. And also... So cut that out. Yeah, fair. I'd also cut that out. Book Club 2, the next chapter. I've not seen the first one. <laughs> I've never even heard of the first one. The, the first one's about... Like, um, women in their 60s and 70s reading Fifty Shades Grey. That sounds iconic. I don't think it is. It <laughs> but, sounds iconic. um, this is Book Club 2, the next chapter, and they go to Venice. I don't know if there's any books involved. <laughs> that seems so unrelated. Um, but they go on a book club trip, I guess. Anyway, I've not seen the first one. I didn't think it would matter anyway. Right. Um... But it has, like, 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> no. So it's like, um, it's just going to be bad. Who, well, and for your first time by yourself, you don't want to see a bad one. And then, Evil Dead Rise has incredible reviews. Right. And, like, so much hype around it and stuff. Um, And apparently it's genuinely scary and fantastic and stuff. But then I remembered in the trailer, there was a scene with, like, a cheese grater. <gasps> Like ripping, ah! like grating skin, and I was like, I think that's maybe a bit, maybe a bit heavy for like nine o'clock at night. Yeah, not um, on a Friday. <laughs> so I went through McDonald's and got a frozen Coke and went home. Um, well, I'm proud of you for trying. That's, I tried. That is, and you tried hard. That's like I tried to be spontaneous. But, like basically ever. I don't know stuff. why I thought that they would be playing a kids movie at nine p.m. Maybe at the beginning, when it first came out, but it has been out for, like, four weeks now. (laughs) I would be surprised if it has more than, like, four or five showings a day. I checked, and it does. It has, like, 20 screenings a day at each cinema. It's insane. Get fucked. No, it genuinely does, because, I mean, it's massively popular. It's, like, made, like, a billion bucks already. What? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. Really? Yeah. I have. Apparently, it's got no plot, but it's fun. You know, yeah. which I mean, that's kind of what I would want from a Mario movie, anyway. Especially at night. But um, yeah. But then, then, yeah. Like the other one was like Evil Dead Rise. Um, uh, sorry, not Evil Dead Rise. Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Yeah. And like, I do want to see it because it looks good. I, I've enjoyed the first two. You know. Um, well, and apparently it is like the only things I've been hearing about it that it's phenomenal and it feels like a Marvel movie again. Yeah, and that it's, like, got really emotional yeah. stakes and stuff. So, anyway, I read the full plot synopsis. Oh, my God. What? I'm not the type of person that's... Well, I read Lucy <laughs> my Valentino White Bag! <laughs> I'm not the type of person to care about spoilers. I, I'm happy to know the plot. In fact... Why go to the movie at all if you already know the plot? Because it's different to reading about it. Specifically, I, I only really spoil things for myself if I think they're going to be um sad. 
Right. Essentially. Um, I don't if I think they're going to be really scary. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I would prefer to have the scares not spoiled. So for like, if anything, mm. horror movies, I'd rather not be spoiled. Interesting. But no, um, so if it's for a movie myself, it's not real. that I, <laughs> <laughs> if it's for a movie that I think is going to be emotional or a show or whatever, I will read the synopsis because I'm scared. Okay. Of showing emotion in public. <laughs> um, in which movie theater would count. Uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy, based on all the trailers, looked like it was a fucking emo movie. Yeah. It does sound emotional and depressing as fuck. Yeah. Spoiler alert. No. No, nah, it's fine. I don't really No, care. it's a good spoiler alert. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. Skip 15 seconds if you care. N- none of the leads die. I didn't think they were going to, so that's lucky. I genuinely thought Rocket or Drax was going to die. Why? Did you watch the trailers? No. Watch the trailers, then get back to me. <laughs> Um, but none of the leads die, so I think I'll be okay, but, like, it, there's something really, really traumatic that happens in one of the characters, like, backstories in the movies, and I just don't, like, traumatic and, like, intense enough that I think it could be make you cry. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, I want to see it, but I don't know if I want to go see it in cinemas, because it looks... It still sounds depressing after reading the plot. Yeah. Um, but it sounds good. Um, I'm not supporting Marvel movies at the cinema anymore. I'll probably still watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus, but I have no desire. Go off. Ant Man comes out next week on Disney Plus. Yeah. I'll watch it at some point. Mm. See, now even this Ant Man 3 is tainted. Because of um the Jonathan Major stuff. Yeah, so true. And like obviously the trial hasn't happened yet, so we don't know mm. um if he's innocent or not. Um I think we do. Well, apparently there's like video evidence that he is innocent. Whack. But they can't like come out with that until the actual trial, which I think is in like August. But um, that would be the whole thing's wild, and I, 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 I am shook that Disney's not made any um, statements or decisions purely because in the past they've been rash. Yeah, that's fair. With decisions like that, like with James Gunn's old 2011 tweets coming up, yeah, and they were just jokes. Yeah, they like fired him the next day. Yeah, and then rehired him two months later. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> was awkward. Um. Which I bet they hate themselves for that because in that two months that he was fired, he got poached by DC and Warner Brothers, and now he's the head of DC competing with Marvel. But can they hate themselves for that? Because DC is shit. It's not doing very well. Everyone thinks that all of the decisions he's making over there are terrible decisions. So, uh, I think the only reason it's he's made terrible decisions is because it's not just a complete reboot. If they scrapped everything before he came in, I think he could probably build it from the ground up and make it better. I mean, he probably could, But because could, they're but trying to shouldn't. incorporate elements from the previous movies and stuff mm. in, like, a new mixed world or whatever, um, I think it's going to be a bit of an uphill battle. And I think it's going to take a lot of selling to the audiences mm. to... Um, Which is not going to happen, because as we all know, no one's even going to see the movies anymore. Well, I'm, no one's going to give it a chance. I do find it bold of Warner Brothers to give the reins to get James Gunn when his DC movie f- flopped. It's true. Like, the Suicide Squad, I think, 
maybe just hit a hundred million. Really? On like a hundred and fifty, two hundred million dollar budget, plus another hundred million marketing. Wow. So like it, it wouldn't it didn't make its money back. Objectively, that film was actually fine. Fine. Yeah. It was. I fine. I was a little disappointed about that. I felt the same way about the Suicide Squad that I felt about Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah. In that fair. it didn't have a huge amount of substance. Yeah. It kind of just felt like that's fair. Characters existing in this space. That's reasonable. For like, and like that's good for like a character piece, but if the character piece is about like eight characters at once, yeah, I don't think it it's quite as effective. Um, no, it was definitely crowded. But the whole thing's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if interesting is the right word that I would use personally, but go off, bestie. There were choices. Did you see that Adam Drive is pretty much confirmed to be Reed Richards in Fantastic Four? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> And the odds are on Margot Robbie being Sue Storm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And then... Interesting. People are already having meltdowns because apparently they're considering either making, um, you know, The Thing? No. The Rock Guy? Yeah. His name's The Thing. Um, They're considering either using the female counterpart of him from the comics... I don't the thing it. I don't fucking know what she's <laughs> called. She thing, um, and potentially making um, either female or not white. Uh, so people are already having meltdowns about that, and I'm like, I think it would be a cop out anyway to do that because he's CGI for most of the time. But anyway, so true. This whole casting process giving- for the Fantastic Four has been going on. For genuinely years. And I'm excited that it seems like they're starting to actually nail down and cast some people. The only reason I'm gagged by Adam Driver signing on to this is because I'm shook that he's signing on to another major franchise, mm. like six movie commitment. Yeah. With Disney. That's fair. Because Star Wars is Disney as well. Yeah, I don't feel like he... I mean, he did. Maybe I just don't remember, but I don't feel like he ever really came out and said he had a particularly bad time with Disney or with Star Wars, did he? Not like I Daisy think he and did John because did. he's the only character uh, he's, he's the only actor from the sequel trilogy that refused to do any additional materials for um the theme parks and stuff, theme park rides. Interesting. So if you go on like the new Disney Star Wars ride, like Ride Rise of the Resistance or whatever, yeah. it has all of the actors reprising their roles because it was in their contracts and then Kylo Ren is just back to how he was before the first movie. Ah. Uh-huh. So, like, full mask. Ah. Uh. All the stuff, and, like, a different voice actor. Interesting. Um, which I find funny, but I don't know. It doesn't necessarily imply that he hates the movies, but... I feel like most of the most of the actors have expressed dis dis. Well, this is my thing, right? It's like, oh, most of them have, so if he did have a bad time, then why hasn't he? You know? I would imagine he's getting, like, half a billion dollars for his Marvel movies over the years. <laughs> for the next, like, decade. Well, exactly. And and that, mixed with his apparently not public discontent, it kind of makes me go, well, does, it doesn't really surprise me that he's signed on to Marvel. See, I thought that he would probably sign on to, like... Because, like, a lot of the big-name actors who want to be... Who want to do a Marvel movie or want to cash in on it... Yeah. They'll do the villain role. 
Yeah, that's fair. Because it's such a short commitment. That's fair. I, I really thought he was going to commit to being Doctor Doom, who's the main villain of the Fantastic Four. I thought he was going to commit to being Doctor Doom for, like, three movies. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, hold on. The, mil- the villain, who for pretty much the entire time is in a like, cloak and face-covering mask, mm. is maybe a little bit similar to... To Kylo Ren, so perhaps that's why I don't know the whole thing's. Well, I mean, if you kind of, I don't know. Like, I mean, if I think about like, see, I feel like there's a real difference these days to how they cast characters in Marvel than obviously how they did it at the beginning, because at the beginning everyone was pretty much an unknown, right? Not everyone, but more or less, right? Then certainly not the big names that they are now, maybe. Robert Downey Jr. is the exception to that, but um, Scarlett Johansson again, maybe, but well, yeah, yes. definitely not the same level. They were all at lulls in there. Yeah, kind of yeah. Cruise, yeah. Whereas now, if you think about like the Eternals, for example, who got fucking Angelina Jolie, yeah. like I, I, they, they, I think they, I think they do it differently. They can do it differently now because they can offer so much money, and I reckon that must be almost what entices those big names to it because they go, "Oh, well, I can do these movies mm-hmm. for a massive amount of money and not that much of a commitment, really, because it's all fucking like green screen, yeah, stuff." Mm. Um, and they go, "Well, I just do this. I make a shit ton of money." And then I don't have to do any big blockbusters for a few years, or I don't have to do any of those like mainstream stories I mean, that I don't believe in. I that do agree. I agree, but I specifically think that that's been relevant for the past post Avengers Endgame. No, yeah, that's what movies, I'm talking about. Yeah, which yeah. like I don't blame them. I understand that they had to try and get big names to draw people back in after the conclusion that was Avengers Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all of the casting decisions have been like very biggest name or, uh, you know, really quick castings. Yes. Where I think with Fantastic Four, they've genuinely been casting it for like two years now. Oh, yeah. No, sure. Yeah, um, that's fair. No, yeah. So I'm like, I I, I, I hope this is indicative that they're going to start like properly casting, uh, you know, people that are good for the roles and still maybe big names, but mm. good for the roles and like taking their time on pre-production and all of this stuff because I think, oh, well, it, it came out like a couple of weeks ago that um, Ant Man three literally didn't have a completed script when they were shooting. Whack. So like, um, that's insane. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And apparently, more or less, that has been kind of Marvel for the past since Endgame. Fifteen years. No, no, no. Awesome. The whole time, apparently, it's just been that Kevin Feige has had such a singular vision. Yeah. That it's come together and they were able to like throw money into reshoots and stuff because they yeah. budgeted like half the budget to reshoots. Right. Um but now, like post endgame, it's yeah. kind of unraveling a bit. Yeah. Um Like I mean, literally the other day, one of the producers of Iron Man, the original Iron Man, yeah, was like there's specifically there's three scenes that were cut from the movie that if they ever see the light of day could destroy Iconic. Any of the actors or any of the writers or directors' careers—they're that bad. Wow, that's so funny. And I'm like, I want to see them. Wow. And apparently, the direct quote of Kevin Feige talking about that was like, um, "This producer guy—I can't remember his name—but he was like, he caught we we were talking about it, and um, we've been super secretive about these scenes because they're they're genuinely that bad." And Kevin was like, 
we can never let these see the light of day. If anyone ever sees these, our careers are over. <laughs> that is so iconic. And I'm like, the drama. What is in these three scenes from literally, Iron Man? Literally, they must that be are that like bad. They must be not only really badly made, but they must be like super duper like racist or something. Problematic like, in some way. Yeah, yeah, problematic in some way. Yeah, yeah interesting. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, so like I'm like, if that was the first Iron Man movie, I know, and it's just been cobbled together since one. That's really impressive that they were able to have that many hits True. and so few misses over the first 15 years of the MCU or whatever. Um, but um, who's the head of Disney? Bob Iger got ousted, and or the other way around. They just I like know, I don't know. Uh, did a coup. And fired the head, That's and so the old head came back in. Who was before, classic? It's giving Apple and Steve before Jobs. the last like seven years or something. Um, anyway, he's come back in and he's like, "We're cutting like half the content down." Oh, good. <laughs> because we need to get back to qu- uh, quality over quantity. Yes. So there's going to be like, I think they're halving the amount of Marvel shows. They're not doing four movies a year. Is this even? past the ones that they've already announced? Yeah, so they're, so they're spreading out the ones they've announced. Oh, even more. okay. Interesting. When did they make that announcement? A month ago. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. I was going to say, if this is post-writer strike, I feel like that probably... No, 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 it was pre... Um, But I find it really interesting, and um, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we had to take a pause. Sorry. I had to take a phone call. It's all Maddie's fault. It so was. rude. So nasty and so rude. <laughs> Um, I think I want to tell you something that is hilarious. Okay. I don't know why I phrased it like that. That was really what random. Really, was. really, really, really wild. Um, no, it's okay. You know how Britney Spears is, is writing a memoir? No, I didn't know that. But... You did know that. We've talked about it on this very podcast. Oh. Like six months ago. Um, yeah, post, uh, I've conservatorship. Been seeing... She's um been writing a memoir, right. like a tell-all, uh, and apparently there's like a full-on list of celebrities who are like trying to sue the publishing company and stuff to get it not released no. because there's so much dirt in it on them. Iconic. So presumably this is people like Justin Timberlake and stuff. Um, yeah. But apparently there's fully a list of celebrities who are really fucking stressed about. Britney Spears' memoir coming out because apparently it's very juicy. Um, that's and so I, interesting. I think that's hilarious. And I also saw one person tweet and they were like, y'all better let her release this fucking book because if you don't yeah. let her release it soon, she's gonna post it on Instagram it's anyway. so true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so true. So true. Um, on the Britney train, but less upbeat, is the fact that I've been seeing so much shit talking about her... This is what I was gonna bring Like, up. hashtag Britney is missing and yes. stuff like that. I'm very uncomfortable with that. No, I totally agree. Okay, I think it's um it's been kind of renewed over the past couple of days because she posted Britney posted a video on Instagram. Instagram um where she was doing a dance blah 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 whatever and as her like hands moved over her face oh, yeah, I saw the this one filter too. was moved. And People have been speculating that as the filter glitches, it's revealing that it is not Britney behind, but in fact, somebody pretending to be Britney. Um, I don't personally feel like that is 
an appropriate thing to be speculating about, particularly no. because, I mean, the biggest thing that you notice is she goes from full face of makeup to no makeup. I feel like it's probably much more likely that she's just got some kind of makeup filter on. Yeah. Um, as opposed to it being literally. And they were like, but it's the same. It's the same makeup every time, every dance video, yeah. every time she posts on Instagram. Um, so it's clearly just that they have one fo- one good photo of Britney's face that they keep using yeah. AI. Um, deep faking to put mm. on like Jamie Lynn or something. Yes, that is my, the most popular thing that I see as well. And I'm like, babes, I think the fact that it's the same makeup more tells us that she's using a filter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Than it does that she's literally missing. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems very outrageous to be kind of speculating about something so kind of intense. Um, well, I mean, see, but then the other side of it is that you go... They were right about Free Britney. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They were I mean, right about that. I, I've got a feeling that the... I, I've not seen anything to prove that that video of her glitching yeah. is real. What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? There's been no proof that it's real, that that video is unedited by, like, the fan who posted it. Oh, right. Interesting. Yeah. Honestly? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Just the whole thing just feels so... It feels so crazy to me. It's yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely just hard to be it, like. It, is this is this something that is people should not be having any say in, or is this something that maybe people should be digging deeper into? Yeah, well, I I, I like to think that if something as sinister as what they're implying happens, yeah, happened, has happened, that it would not. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be have gone possible this long. to go this long. Yeah, you yeah. know to. No, I would totally agree because people aren't just saying she's missing. People are full on saying that she's died slash been are killed. They? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So it's like full on, like they're doing an Avril. Yes, yes, literally. Wow. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just think the whole thing is just so. It just feels so icky. Yeah. It feels so icky. Like, and I think the that there's probably alone. yeah. That's exactly what I was about to say. Is I think there's probably a lot of um nuance to the whole thing about like parasocial shit and the fact that these fans were able to hashtag free Britney. Yeah. So like it's given them credence to like go too far. I don't know. No, it's really, really true. It's really, really true. It's interesting. But anyway, Um, I I hope she releases this memoir and exposes a bunch of celebrities. That would be hilarious. It really would be. And you know what? She's fucking well within her rights to do it, to be honest at this point. So. so I'd love that. Have you seen the speculation that Taylor's written a memoir? Oh, yeah, but it's not true. It's um, I don't think it's true. I think the the memoir that everyone thinks is hers that's being released on the 9th of January or whatever, I think has been confirmed to be a BTS one. Oh. Yeah, so I think that's my understanding of the situation at least. Interesting. Speaking of Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I don't know yeah, yeah, that we should talk about okay. the relationship stuff because uh, I don't know what that we can be say private, that's not judgmental, judgmental. and speculation. <laughs> I will say that he's just like a couple of hours ago been spotted with like Blake Lively and Oof. Ryan Reynolds and Sabrina Carpenter in the... At the, to- at the at the tonight's concert. Again. Um, oh my god, this sorry. is like the fourth or fifth one. This is like the fourth one. They were, they were papped yesterday holding hands. I mean, It's look- like it's essentially confirmed now. What went from a week ago being 
a ridiculous over-the-top yeah. rumour yeah. to being confirmed in, like, a week. Look, I mean, the thing is, is that... Uh, I I don't know. Again, this is kind of a nuanced situation, right? Because on the one hand, it's like, okay, do any does anybody have any right to pass judgment on other people's relationships? Probably not. On the other hand... <laughs> This guy is genuinely problematic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely does not seem to be a very good person. Yeah, um, I, he hasn't been, quote-unquote, cancelled. No. But there's enough there to make a pretty uh, reasonable argument that he's... Bad. Yeah. Um. Did you see, specifically, uh, I think, like, two weeks ago at one of his concerts, he was talking about errors... Mm. and like the type of errors that musicians go through yeah and he was like um you know our band over the years have gone through so many errors um and like personally and uh i'd like i'm happy to announce now that my asshole era is over (sighs) and i don't know if that's just white man speak for it's okay guys i'm not racist anymore yeah (laughs) but that's very much what it felt like well did you watch the video that i sent you last night because apparently only a month ago he was on a podcast saying, again, quite racist things. Yeah. Um, man, I just don't know. I don't know. And I think, I, I think again, the way that it pertains to Taylor is whether it is a PR relationship or a real relationship, whether it's casual or serious, whatever Why would it be a PR is, relationship? No, I don't know. But I think that's what people, people are just hoping because they don't want it to be real. Um, I think the fact that he's British tells us it's real horrifying if she's if if miss swift has a fetish it's english boys <laughs> specifically well, london boys oh my god stop i, I mean Which, I don't honestly know. london boys kind of a banger no it is You're i right. like i when it first released i was like this is a little this is a touch too cringe but then the yeah. other day i was listening, listening to it and i was like hold on a minute maybe miss thing was onto something with no this it's one, kind, it it kind, kind of is a banger, banger. No, it is kind of a banger. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I th- it's just it's just so icky. The whole thing is so icky. Whether it's real or not, it's icky. I mean, I like to believe people can change. I just okay. They, they can have to change, show... but within a month. Well, they have. Like... I I was about to say they have to uh, show, not tell us that they've um, improved as a human. Yeah. You know? Not only that, but they also have to. I feel like put in some time, mm. some you know, time in 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 fixing things yeah they don't as you say they don't just say my asshole hair era is done also my asshole hair <laughs> yeah hera yeah um i mean yeah like oh, um God, I don't know. thinking of like you know people like army hammer and kevin spacey who yeah. like were outed as sexual abusers yeah and then never changed their ways and have been yes doubling down and shit yeah there's obviously no redemption full stop for them yes and then there's people like um, Kevin Hart, yeah, who has an extremely, extremely homophobic uh, past. Mm-hmm. He fully was like, "If I have a gay son, I'm disowning him. I'm oh not. My God. I'm kicking him out. I'm Horrifying. not going to love him." Um, and that's why he was fired from the Oscars for hosting the Oscars that one year. Ah. Um, fully, he's never apologized or changed his views people just kind of forgot and he's uncancelled now uh horrifying mark Wahlberg. yeah mark Wahlberg. i mean he literally you know simo lu 
he makes it hard to defend him. <laughs> yeah, he does. He went. Like, I didn't know about this until like two last years ago. Night. I, yeah. I think I'm about to say something different, but then I'll talk about that. Oh, okay. So, like two years ago, Simu Liu did an interview where he was like, "Um, people have just forgotten that Mark Wahlberg fully beat an Asian man almost to death, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, we like are talk thirty about years different. ago, and has a violently like a violent racist past yeah. against Asians." Um, and he was this interview where he was like, "And I can't believe Hollywood kind of just let him forget that." Yeah. And then he just finished shooting a movie with Mark Wahlberg. Oof. And has like made excuses for him now in the press. He's been like, "Nah, he's it's fine. He's changed. We talked about it, and he's good." And so Adam thought, mm, "Okay, maybe he he's never publicly repented some, for yeah, that, but yeah. okay." Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, just in this past week, um, an article came out, uh, written by an Asian person, that was basically like, "Hey, Hollywood, there's more." Asian male actors that are hot that can be the leads in your movies. Mm. Um, specifically, Kenton in Barbie shouldn't have been Simu Lu. I read the article, and frankly, it was quite mean spirited. Mm. It was like, you should have. Simu Lu was bad for this role, and you shouldn't have cast him and stuff. And I'm like, that's objectively untrue. He's yeah. a solid actor, he's hot as fuck. Yeah. That's fair. And he can play a himbo. He's so good true. for the role of Ken. That's true. So, like, that argument doesn't make sense. It felt very mean-spirited. Um, but, like, it, it obviously, the article made good points to that, especially with, um, spe- actually, specifically with Asian Asian actors and actresses, it, it, it's very much uh, Hollywood will, like, pick one or two. Yeah. And give them all the roles. Yes, that's true. That's objectively true. Um... Simu Lu then tweeted out the article and he was upset about it because he was like, I've literally, you're saying I'm stealing all these roles from up and coming Asian actors Mm. when the only two roles you could point out that I was in were Shang-Chi and Barbie. Yeah. Iconic. And I was like, he's right. Like, (laughs) you're saying he's stealing all these major leading roles from From hot Asian men. And then you try and reference these all of these roles he's taken yeah. up, and it's Barbie and Shang-Chi. I'm like, that's not quite the argument. That So there was two strikes against this article. It right. was quite mean-spirited, and, like, objectively, Sumu Lu has not been in much. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I was like, I feel bad for Sumu. This is yes. an annoying thing to have to deal with. Yes. You might know more about what happened next but than me. Don't. But apparently the, the writer of this article... Who again? The article made some good points and objectively true points. But Just it not was about kind Simu. of me. <laughs> yeah. Um. The actor, the the sorry, the writer, the journalist who wrote this article went on TikTok and was like, "Lol, I wrote this article talking about there not being enough leading Asian men in Hollywood." Mm-hmm. And then it had like he cut to like a screenshot of his Instagram DMs being like, "Simu Liu is typing," kind of thing. Right. And everyone was, like, acting like Simu Lu killed his firstborn or something. Yeah. Okay, so this is this. I didn't know any of that backstory. What I saw was someone um, screenshot, because Simu, I think my understanding has made a comment. It must have been on that video where he was like. And then he made a comment on that video, yes. And then the, and he the said something journalist like, made another video screenshotting the comment he made on the original video talking about the article. Yeah. It was like a whole Inception thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, so, sorry, so the comment that Simu made on a video was something that was like, um, uh, 
something about how the 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 video or the article writer was using him for clout yeah and then somebody else replied and was oh no sorry the original poster the original person article writer video poster Journalist? replied and was like it's literally about you you commenting has only added more like popularity or more more clout to you're the only video. exasperating the yeah the yeah clout and then the 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 video that i saw was somebody laughing at that and being like yeah simo really kind of dug himself into a hole there whereas now i know the whole backstory i'm like actually i don't i don't cause i think they were like oh he really just can't take criticism or something like yeah, that yeah they were like, saying he's so sensitive yeah and stuff. yeah but now i know all of that i'm like <laughs> i don't think that's particularly fair i yeah i don't think that's particularly fair especially um the fact that, like, it's still recording, don't worry. Um, oh, I know. I just wanted to see how long we've been going for. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll wrap up in a sec. But, yeah, I, I think specifically, like, in that instance, him commenting on the video yeah, would be exacerbating the situation if the video itself wasn't literally screenshots exacerbating the situation yeah no it's really showing their like dms and stuff you know i I mean it uh, see when i when i the the video that i saw about it criticizing simu kind of made it seem like it this was all simu's fault he'd started it someone had been had responded to him doing something weird Mm. and it had devolved from there whereas it actually seems like in fact something not particularly nice happened simu tried to defend himself and now People are making fun of him for it. Yeah, That's... for being like sensitive and being yeah. hurt that Asian people aren't supporting other Asian people. Weird. It seems to be why he's upset is because yeah, yeah, this Asian media writer, this Asian journalist, was like, "You're stealing roles from other Asians," and he was like, "Are these roles in the room with us?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Weird. That's weird. That's a whole weird situation. The whole thing's weird. And to be, like, fully transparent, Simu Lu does have a kind of checkered past with, like, some problematic comments and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think, like, ten... His his Reddit comments from, like, ten years ago came out. I want to say last year. And there was some sexist stuff in it and stuff like that. You know, um, some homophobic stuff. I mean, bad, obviously. But I'm not really sure that it has anything to do with... No, and he's this. publicly apologised. And yeah. he's publicly... Uh, acted and done actions yeah, that have yeah. uh, what's the word? Tried to course correct. He's yeah, he's yeah. made yeah a public and effort. like yeah. concerted effort to actually like change and to yeah. prove that he's changed. Yeah. Um. Again, yeah. There's like comments from him who's like I think 17 or something Black. on Reddit, but yeah. whatever. It's not an excuse for being a shitty person, but like he's changed and i think that that's obvious well and that, oh, again that has nothing to do with this specific this thing. specific situation yeah it's not like yeah. he, i guess not like i think people people were just like stand like twitter stands and stuff were just waiting for something to come along to yeah yeah try and break him down again yeah. um the whole thing's frankly wild i don't know like we tell men to be mm. like open with their emotions and stuff and then mm. like hey this article this article hurt my feelings and it's kind of mean and it makes me feel like shit. And they're like, oh, well, you're a sensitive little bitch. I know. That's crazy. Uh, it like, is this crazy. specific instance feels very, the whole thing just seems very misguided. Particularly if you're saying you read it and it did. I did. Yeah. It, it seemed yeah, genuinely I'll, a bit mean. I'll link it in the comments below if I can refine. I don't know if it's been 
delete it or what, mm. but I'll, I'll I'll try and find it and link it below because um, it was genuinely yeah. Interesting. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a personal attack on Simu Lu when he was specifically talking about the Barbie role. Oof. It was really wild. Wild. And I still don't fully. No way the the journalist was using. Interesting. I don't. It was very fucking weird. Anyway. Um, uh, is there any other like uh, topics you can think of that have happened in the last couple of weeks? Oh, the elephant in the room this week is that we missed two weeks. Yeah, the first one was my fault. The second one was Nicholas's. Yeah, that seems to kind of be how it be. It's true. It's fine. It is fine. I would rather I would rather wait the two weeks and put out an episode where we are it's actually fair. talking about things it's fair. that we have things to say about than so true. You know. So true. Yeah. yeah. Drinks under roof. <laughs> yeah, did you have any more pop culture moments to I talk don't about? think so. I didn't write anything down. I feel like a lot happened, but I don't know what they are. I did, but we're now, I believe, running over in just, just over an hour, probably. Yeah. So I just want to recommend the Apple TV Plus show uh, Silo. Okay. It's, you know I won't watch it, but I appreciate well, it. Well, I was going to say it's a good, um, it's a pretty good Watch With Your Parents one. Interesting. Like, the first episode has a little bit of sex stuff, but it's not explicit or anything. It's, okay. like, in the context of trying to get pregnant as well. So it's it's it's, it's sci-fi. It's, like, post-apocalyptic world where humanity has been kind of um, living in this 200-story silo, underground silo, because the surface <gasps> is a wasteland. Interesting. Well, TBH, the vibes it's giving is very much um, District 13. Oh, okay. Hunger Games vibes. Huh. Um, like Mockingjay Part 1 vibes. Mm. But, like, actually entertaining. <laughs> um, and, like, yeah, stuff to shit to say. Right. But it's, it's, it's kind of got everything that you could possibly want in a show like this. It's got, like, a government conspiracy and mm. mysteries and... Mm. Um, it's just really, really cool and fun, and it's like the first show I've watched this year. Uh, this sorry, the first new show I've watched this year with like sixty-minute episodes that I've not fallen asleep in. Interesting, because it's genuinely engaging. Okay, interesting and entertaining. Right. Um, well, maybe I will watch it with mum and dad. And I, I, I do think yeah, it's a very good one to watch with others because okay, one you can speculate about the mysteries and shit, Fair. and two. There's nothing egregious in terms of fair. uncomfortable scenes to watch. Oh, fair, that's fair. We're currently watching um, Alone Australia. On SBS? On SBS, yeah. Interesting. It's been going for so long. Nothing I was going to say, didn't that start like a month and a half ago? It did. It has, it goes, there's an episode. Is it just one episode a week though? One episode a week, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Well, see, the issue is with this is I haven't watched a lot of the other Alone series because I don't like watching them kill animals. Mm. Um, but I did watch this one because the first episode was fucking hilarious because classic Australians. Mm. But all of them have turned out to be little bitches and there's only three people <laughs> left already. So many people left within like two days. Mm. So the first four episodes were like the first two days and now all of the rest of the episodes have been like five or six days in one because nothing is happening. So it's been... Interesting. Low-key boring, because as it turns out, Australians are not survivalists. (laughs) Well, I feel like, yeah, the premise of the show is kind of, it's one big flaw, is that 
you, they run the risk of every season having nothing happen. Yeah. For, like, long periods of time. No, for sure. Because it's kind of just... Sure. You know, Particularly the because of it's the show. very reliant on the person actually turning on the camera and filming what they're doing. And, like, being entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. For I think sure. um, they should take a... a uh, take a page out of the handbook written for like housewives or drag race mm. or something where it's like they need to be putting in a genuine effort to try and win this competition. Yeah. But they also need to be aware that's a show and they need to be entertaining. Well, see, I think that's kind of the strength in a lot of the other series is because mum and dad have watched fucking like 10 seasons of this show at this point and Jesus. they really enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas this, even there with like with this one, it's really not particularly entertaining and I, I I actually honestly think it's because all of these people like in all of their flashbacks and stuff are talking about how they're trained survivalists for the desert but they've gone to Tasmania so they're in the middle of a rainforest yeah this is where this is there lots of snakes no there's no snakes and there's no spiders or anything but it is raining like 90% of the time they can't find any food because all they know all of yeah. these people know how to do is survive in the desert so none of them are equipped to handle Tasmania because not only is it raining all the time it's fucking freezing blah 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 so they, yeah. they just don't know what to do and I think that's what's really and yeah like they the producers were obviously like huh we're gonna put them in a situation that they're not trained for exactly be, and see what happens they'll have enough survival knowledge to like yeah. be okay but not yeah. enough that they'll not struggle yeah yeah it seems it has it's kind of like backfired a tiny bit well it has in a way because now none of them can find any food so mm-hmm. all and so now we're more than three weeks in and none of them have eaten basically any food for more than 20 days. So none of them can hardly do any activities because Mm. they're so exhausted, don't have any energy. So it's kind of like, cool, I'm just watching this person be sad about the fact that they're starving. (laughs) Like, that's... Uh, Yeah, yeah. at least watch Survivor and have them argue with other people about it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, even in the other episodes of Alone, people are trying to find food. They are finding food. And so then they're trying to build shelter and blah, blah, blah. Mm. They're trying to combat being alone with their thoughts whereas literally any all that any of these people talk about is well i'm so hungry i wish i could go get kfc it's Mm. like oh god interesting (laughs) yeah yeah which by the way if any producers at channel 10 are listening (laughs) (laughs) you need to cut down the episode run of um survivor australia because it's Mm. so fucking daunting to get into because they're like 35 episode seasons my god that's so every second episode is 90 minutes long (laughs) and every other episode is 60 so half the episodes are 60 minutes and half of them are 90 minutes that's horrifying why are they that long australian tv and it's like a 35 episode season 34 episodes that seems so unnecessary they're like just cut down the contestants according to the fandom the survivor fandom (laughs) australia is the best one Whack. Because it's both production quality, drama, like strategy, challenges. Apparently it's all really well balanced. Um, That's so interesting. And I want to watch them, but I'm like, <laughs> this is like 40 plus hours of content for a season. That's insane. That's so interesting. Because they air, in Australia, we air two to three episodes of a show a week. So true, of course. Because of, I guess, Australians, that's just how, how we view television. Well, we don't have much television, TV, to be honest. So. We don't have much original content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just reality TV, basically. Yes, and I guess the Australian public prefers two to three episodes a week over yeah. four or five weeks yeah. than 20 episode seasons over... 20 weeks. 20 weeks. Um, I mean, to be fair, I would... 
I am too, but like watching Big Brother for the past few years since I came back and having to be there like fully like uh, Sunday to Wednesday. Yeah, that's also very true. So difficult to catch up on. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Very interesting. Perhaps alone could scratch that itch without having to commit to like 45 hours of TV. Well, if you're going to watch it, definitely watch. International. Yeah. Also, I would probably say Naked and Afraid is actually better because at least there's usually... I don't. I can't more. justify watching Naked and Afraid. Well, it's kind of just just more entertaining, but it's the same vibe. But, but then it, less. It's just kind not... of gimmicky. Mm, yeah, a little, a little, but it, like, I mean, they're both. I would say probably the alone ones are more like hardcore yeah. survivalists. Yeah. But Naked and Afraid is a more entertaining watch, and also you see less animals die. In case that matters to anybody, <laughs> like it does to me. <laughs> no, I would be the same. I remember in uni we had to watch. Um, an Australian documentary about a bunch of like <laughs> horrible fucking concept. I think it was like ABC or SBS mm. about a bunch of um, bigoted white people having to like live in uh, indigenous communities for I think like Oof. two weeks. Ooh, you know, like that doesn't seem. <laughs> so basically, we had to watch like these white be people be like criticizing. Oh my god! The way that Indigenous people live and stuff, um, Indigenous Australians live, and that's horrifying. Fully, like they, you know, were hunting for food and stuff, and they found they um killed a, a turtle, mm. which like was really fucking hard to watch. Mm. But it's like part of their culture, so mm. like personally, I wouldn't watch it, but I would yeah. not complain. Yeah, no, of course, yeah, yeah, um, you do. You. Or like go on and about how gross it is and all this stuff, yeah. but they were like all, yeah complaining about it and i was like but it's like if they all they have permission to be doing this from the government yeah it's like uh... and as if they all don't participate in a way less ethical consumption of meat let's just be really honest like very true you don't see it and you don't do it yourselves but what you're doing is way worse (laughs) Mm. so are there no spiders or are there no snakes in tasmania no i think there are and there are spiders um but Sorry, I was just remembering one of the early episodes had some Tasmanian devils and one of the people freaked out and went home the next day. It was so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Um, um, but we haven't seen any. Thank God. So, yeah. See, that's really what stops me from watching so many, like, survival shows. That's fair. I just don't want to see snakes. I mean, I don't feel like I've ever really seen a snake. I mean, maybe someone will be like, oh, there's a snake over there. And they'll, like, zoom in. But that will be, like, two seconds and that's it. I've never seen any, like, snakes in their beds or Gross. spiders crawl on their face or anything like that. Oh, I would be out. Yeah, same. What sure. was the... Lo- I watched that... It wasn't quite survival, but it was, like, strategy competition, um, The Bridge. Oh, on the Paramount one that Plus last year. Yeah. yeah, and it was yeah. in Tasmania as yeah. well. Um, so, and, again, half the days it was raining. Yeah. Uh, and another quarter it was gloomy weather. Yeah. And then for, like, two-thirds of it, it was just... Misty. Yeah. So much uh, fog. <laughs> fog? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fog, fog. So it was like one day where it was sunny. <laughs> exactly. Um, that show, though, was only like eight episodes. Nice. Love that. It was raining all the earth. And the, the drama, like, spoiler alert for season one of The Bridge Australia. I don't think it's been renewed. But the premise of the show is like um, only one person can cross, cross the bridge to claim the money. Yep. And there's no rules past that iconic uh so in regards to the the prize money so the concept is like 
nobody trusts anyone because whoever they pick to cross the bridge could hypothetically keep the money. Yeah. So the whole season, I was like, that's fun. That's a like, fun way to keep it going. What I didn't know... Spoiler alert, again, just to be safe. The person who crosses the bridge, is nominated across the bridge, does keep the money. Oh. Super dramatic and intense. What I didn't know... Because, like, you hear that, you think that they're going to grab the money, hop in the speedboat, and fuck off. Right. They had to... Go back. Individually, the rest of the cast would cross the bridge to go home and individually this poor woman had to confess and tell every single contestant one by one that she was keeping the money and they were getting nothing that's so funny it was (laughs) insane it was so dramatic and like so so intense and i was like i don't know if i was prepared for this it was so wild like genuinely one of the wildest 20 oh minutes God. of television and like That's she's so... sobbing and like oh. heartbroken and like half the contestants are like yeah this is a really shitty thing you're an asshole and like fuck off and the other half are like you know i get it you're young and you need this money for i mean yeah. they all have reasons to need the money reasons obviously. to need the money um but the, so like another yeah quarter of them were like it's fine it's okay. It's a game. We all came here. We knew that this yeah. is possible and you need the money to do this thing that you were talking about, whatever. Yeah. Uh, one of the, she gave some money to one of the people. Interesting. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it was just her sobbing and having to tell people that they're going home with not- It was fucking wild. <laughs> that Actually, this like, whole show. traumatizing. <laughs> oh, truly. Like you would have, yeah. But like this show, whole, whole show was kind of wild. Like there was one um, betrayal moment in it where, Basically, there's this little island in the middle that they're trying yeah. to get to, but um, these flares kind of get shot from that island across onto the mainland, and um, people go and collect them. There's right. like a little, there's either like supplies or a sneaky challenge. Like here's some supplies. Also, if you get rid of half these supplies, you will get five thousand dollars from the cash prize when you're done. Iconic stuff like that. One of them, a flare comes across in the middle of the night. One person sees it they go and read it and it says if you leave the show now and successfully destroy the bridge what's been built of the bridge so far you'll get thirty thousand dollars from the cash prize pool Iconic. and you'll get to leave it like immediately once it's done they obviously accept yeah sure fully Wait, wait, sorry. How much was the original? How much is the prize money? Uh, I think like a hundred grand or something. Oh, okay. So that's like a substantial amount. That's like especially a- if they end up splitting. Yeah. Um, but fully, they made this this woman get like gas, lighter fluid, whole thing, burn the entire bridge <laughs> on fire. <laughs> so she lights the match. She throws it. She like does the smug look because it's drama of TV. Yeah. And then she hops on a boat and fucks off. That's so funny. It's like 3 a.m. The rest of the cast come out half asleep. And they just stand, no, in the middle of the night and just stand there staring at this bridge that they've spent half the show making, building, realizing they have to start from scratch essentially. That's so iconic. And that someone's gone and presumably taken a good chunk of money. That's so iconic. The fucking audacity. 
That's so funny. Like, some of these competition shows are like, the viewers can't know that the producers meddle. In this one, they're like, fucking burn that bridge down. <laughs> yeah, here, we will give you what you need we to do We will give it. you money. <laughs> it's like, genuinely one of the wildest shows I've seen. Every second contestant was like, I'm a mastermind and I'm sneaky as fuck. And then immediately would be clocked and then like get eliminated. So funny. Or people could be eliminated. They had to vote each other out as well. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. It was because yeah, some of them were like, here's some supplies. Also vote out the person who you think is a cunt. (laughs) And then I'll have to go around a circle and be like, I think you're a cunt. I think you deserve hell. Like, shit like that. Not, like, obviously that, but, like, yeah, they had yeah. to, like, tell people how much they hated them kind of thing. The equivalent. Um, genuinely wild yeah. show. I highly recommend it. I think there's a couple of international versions. I don't know if there's a US one, but... Uh, a US one would be also unhinged. It would be unhinged, yeah. Um. So, yeah, wild show. That sounds wild. And probably the only, like, survival show I've watched in the past few years. Yeah, that sounds... I mean, definitely I don't feel like it's a survival show. I think it's just a strategy. I mean, it's trying to survive the trauma, the mental trauma. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus, that (laughs) sounds intense. Uh, Yeah, so entertaining, but genuinely wild. Low-key iconic. Cool. Who knows? I'm still waiting for the Superman casting. That's fair. And stuff to talk about DC, DC. because... I'm genuinely curious at what direction James Gunn's going to go in. Because knowing him, it's going to be pretty bright and lighthearted. Yeah. Yes. Right? Probably. Although, did you see, like, all of the um, the, the, the ratings guide, like, Parents of America are complaining about Guardians 3 because apparently it's, like, super traumatizing and violent and, like, really, like, really, really, really brutal? No, I haven't seen that. People but that doesn't necessarily... And they're saying this should have been rated MA15+. plus. I honestly... That doesn't necessarily surprise me because if they've let him keep in fuck, mm. like, that doesn't... It, it probably... I wouldn't have guessed that it would then go further than that and have intense violence and be really mm. emotional and traumatic, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't surprise me that that's the case. You know, yeah. like, those things well, kind of... Because it's apparent... Like, the movie itself is about... Rocket's Rocket. backstory. Yeah. So I'm assuming so much of the gore is yeah the torture experiments yeah. that are done to the animals. I mean, I'm not going to lie. One of the biggest things I've seen about this is that Peter, the the animal rights. Oh yes, P E T A. Yeah. Yeah. I was like Peter, Peter, Peter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, the animal rights <laughs> activists um, organization came out and were like, "This is the best movie." in um to support um, animal rights that's going to come out this year and it's like oh i don't know if they were necessarily someone you wanted to be supporting your movie but <laughs> yeah it's 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 i mean the plot is that the villain is the high evolutionary who's trying to create mm. superior species yeah um and he creates his own version of earth called counter earth smart where it's populated by animal human hybrids interesting the fairies are going to have a field day with this movie oh my god Speaking yeah. of furries, the Met Gala. Oh, yeah. The Met Gala. <laughs> or should I say the Jellicle Ball? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. I love that. The, yeah. The, the Met Gala was wild. And I'm obsessed with the fact that, like, 15 celebrities dressed up as the cat. The cat. As Carl Lagerfeld's Horrifying. cat. Thinking that they would be the only ones. So funny. And then there was, like, 15 of them. There was so many. There were so many. Anyway, that was really the main thing to talk about with the Met Gala. Outside of the fact that, again, 
horrific. Because I didn't realize, but Lil Nas X's was also in the cab. Yeah, I didn't realize that either until the next day. Mum was like, he was just speaking in meows the whole time. I was like, oh, God. Not even that was original with Doja yeah, Cat. Yeah, exactly. You, um, I mean, I guess if any celebrity had the right to do it, it was Doja, Doja Cat. Cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you seen her tweets and stuff? Was this the one where she was like, planet her and whatever the other one was, were just cash grabs yeah. and you all fell for it? I was, yeah. I saw a news article about it. Well, and I just... Was like, I think like 24 hours ago, she, uh, one of the comments under it was like, bro, don't do this. You're basically calling your fans like dumb yeah, idiots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's really disrespectful to yeah. people who have given you a career. And she requoted it and she's like, are they not dumb idiots? Oh my God. And I'm like, Miss Thing. Jesus. I get that you're <laughs> releasing an edgy album. Not going to go And that you've been you treated dirty go. by the media in the past. Yeah. But I just don't think this is the way to kind of create buzz for your new album. No, it's really, really, really not. And again, if they were just cash grabs, I guess that's whatever. That is what it is. But to then go one step further and to be like, and y'all fell for it mm. and you they're stupid idiots. It's a bit like, oh, maybe this is not doing what you think it's going to yeah. do. True. And if you have been treated badly by people... They are literally everybody else except for the people who have supported your album are the ones who have treated you badly. Like, you're actually alienating the only group that are supportive of you. So, yeah. well, in, in theory, in theory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, that's, that's I'm curious wild, of how this album's going to turn out. Um, wild. Commercially, though. So Yeah. Yeah. Wait and see, I suppose. Depends how much she digs the hole for herself. Yeah. Very mm. that. The Little Mermaid had its premiere. Oh, yeah. And the reactions that it's potentially the best Disney live action. Interesting. I fucking hope so. Fingers crossed. But then it also said that they added one or two new songs. Yeah. They do that for all of them. I know, but it's always the worst part. Yeah, no, sure. There's not been a single live action musical remake that Disney's done where the new songs they added in have been good. I would agree. Specifically, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. It was all the original songs, and then there was this one random song that Jasmine sings near the end when she's frozen in a little bubble. Yeah. And she's singing, and it's just a straight-up pop ballad. That was wild. Like, tonally, it was so drastically different from the rest of the music (laughs) that it was, like, jarring. (laughs) So I hope the new songs aren't like that. That's fair. I don't really remember... Aladdin all that much, to be it's honest. because it was bad, because Guy Ritchie's a bad director, and I want that on record. <laughs> I want everyone to know I said that. <laughs> and for some fucking reason, Hollywood lets him make a new movie every three months. It's really true. It's really true. He's literally just, one's come out, one comes out in a few more months. He's Jesus. already filming the next one, or the next... No, yeah, the next one. See, I feel like the thing about, like, Guy Ritchie and people of his ilk is that, like... I really liked the Sherlock Holmes films that he did. Sure. I haven't I hated it. I liked The Man from Uncle. That wasn't as... I liked The Man from Uncle. I liked that too, actually. Yes. See, so it's kind of like maybe in the beginning they were smart and edgy and they did something kind of different. But now it's like, okay, you're actually just using the exact same tricks and it's not smart. It's not different. You're just repeating the exact same things over and over. In fact, showing that you're a one trick pony. <sighs> yeah. So maybe... And you're a bad writer. Exactly. Yeah. Because he writes and directs. Ugh. Because there was that um, Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre. Oh, I didn't watch that. Which had Aubrey Plaza in it. Yes. That came out less than two months ago. And then his new one, The Covenant with Jake Gyllenhaal, came out, I think, last week. Jesus. 
So literally, and then his yeah, he's got an, the the right. Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare or something. Some fucking down. pretentious, stupid name comes out at the end of the year, and I'm like, how does he have time? Three movies in a year. Perhaps you're not putting your pussy into every movie. No, you're just perhaps. putting just a touch of puss when you need to be putting your whole pussy into it. You know, <laughs> he's half-assing. He's very much half-assing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that shit's wild. But anyway. That is- the well. the the solid reactions to Little Mermaid make me happy and yeah I've, I Little I, Mermaid is my favorite animated Disney I, yeah. princess so I've been the most excited for it and then as the trailers have slowly been being released I've gotten more and more scared because I'm like oh no this CGI is scaring me a lot um, I see but, I think the CGI looks good yeah I just think it's the fact that they've gone the realistic route with the animals that yeah is off putting because yeah. and that's what some of the reviews do say is that um the worst part is the fact that the animals have no emotion and are like really kind of hard to look at that's exactly right i'm like they should have done a sonic the hedgehog yeah we don't need it to be realistic it's obviously gonna be cartoons mixed with a live action just so just make it cartoony and give them make them cute yeah and make them have like emote when they talk it's really true and i almost think it's like a it's about mermaids we don't need realism (laughs) it's so true well i was gonna say you almost go make them so unrealistic that it's actually just fun and you're not comparing them to real life animals like you know like i think when you get I don't, yeah, I don't know. When you try and make it so realistic, it actually is that's distracting in and of itself. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So Fascinating. We'll wait and see. With the way that we just added. It's like, like 12 days, I think, away. Shit, really? Wow, mm. that's so close. So not this Thursday, next Thursday. Okay, well, are we going to go and yes, see that? Yes, absolutely. On Thursday. On Thursday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like we need to start going to see at least one, one movie a week again. No, but there's nothing been coming out. I mean, there has. Nothing I've wanted to watch. We could have seen Mario and Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff because... I didn't want to watch any of those things. Let me finish. Not because we necessarily want to see them, but because we'd have a lot to say. Would we? And is the discussions we have after the movie not more entertaining than the movie themselves? I mean, yeah, but I feel we've, got, we've had other discussions. <laughs> Go off. Okay, well, that's it for this week. Yay. Um, uh, I don't know what I what I will have to cut, <laughs> if anything. Who knows? We'll cut. Uh, what anyway? That's a discussion for later. What are your socials? Oh, uh, uh, real underscore Maddie M A W D I E underscore M the letter on Instagram and TikTok. Lot of underscores. Yeah, sadly, someone else stole my name. You're really fucked up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Um, if you want to follow the pod, you can at WTFAH podcast on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. I've got a backlog of videos I have to upload, but Ugh, skip um, uh, all links down below as usual. Links to stuff we talked about are down below. Yay. Um, and if you want to follow me, you can on TikTok and Twitter at NSE underscore sushi. I remembered the thing I was going to do, talk about. What was it? It's too late to talk about now. Okay. Um, it was going to be an Am I the Asshole from Reddit that I uh... found fascinating. I'll get you to read it off the pod and, okay. and see what you think of it. Um, but anyway. We also didn't talk about Teen Wolf, which we did finish today. Not that we have anything I to say. I think that says bad. everything. Yeah. You saying that we bad. watched it and we have nothing to say is everything we need to say about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. There is nothing to say because it was so bad. It's yeah. just like, oh, 
just don't even touch that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, my like my <laughs> one word, my one word, my one sentence review is that for a movie that was basically only exists because the actors campaigned for it so hard. Mm. The actors didn't seem to give a fuck about the movie. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> um, Horrifying. Fascinating piece of media. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for listening to what the fuck is happening in the podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.